Hello, hello, hello. This week, I wanted to invite you to slow down. Slowing down because it can help you to notice things that you otherwise might have missed. For example, I started recording with the wrong microphone again, and had I been in a rush to get this recorded, I probably wouldn't have noticed for a while. But it only took me like two seconds because I took a deep breath before I started and paid attention. So what does slowing down mean? If you have a hugely busy schedule, it can mean booking time for yourself. Something that I have done when I have a lot going on in my life is make an event for a few hours or a whole day or whatever it is and literally book it off so that you can't schedule something in there like not even a little thing I mean you can double book yourself but for me that feels weird and I don't like having two things going on at once on my calendar so it prevents me from overdoing it and I can book an entire day off and call it a day for me and not make any plans and do what feels right at that day if you're somebody who is always on the go and I don't necessarily mean that you're like in and out of the house and you're running around your city doing errands and being productive and all these things. Sometimes it can just be when you're in your own house and you have nothing better to do, you find things to do all the time. And you don't just sit and exist and enjoy drinking a cup of tea or <laughs> watching a bird fly around your backyard. I'm not saying that those are the only ways to pause, but if you really think about it and you have to identify this for yourself when was the last time that you felt like you really slowed down like all the way down and like caught your breath <laughs> and noticed how you felt and all of these things that we can do once we're slowed down if you're living your life in a constant forward motion it's, it's great in that it feels like you're always doing something and you're getting somewhere and you never have to necessarily feel any discomfort, truly. And any discomfort that you do feel is quickly done away with by checking the next thing off of your list and getting hit of dopamine. So when you really slow down, it's scary in some ways because things start to creep up on you like the emotions that you have been avoiding or boredom which can lead to ruminating on thoughts and things like that if that's something that you struggle with it can be really hard to get yourself to truly slow down because you know from previous experience that things will come up when you slow down that you don't feel like dealing with or that are too uncomfortable so I wonder if you can practice that little by little so you can get better at it. Just like you can practice anything little by little and get better at it. Starting with a short period of time, slow down for five minutes, slow down for 10 minutes, slow down for 15 minutes and work on moving up to a few hours or an entire day or just like peace. <laughs> But don't start with an entire weekend if you feel like this is already impossible because you're going to prove yourself right. 
there's so much mental resistance that comes up when you do something differently. Our human bodies and brains are hardwired to keep us safe. Thanks, evolution. We had to do that for a long time because our environment wasn't safe physically. And unfortunately, as we changed and grew as a species, um, the signals continued to fire, even though physical danger doesn't come up for us very often. We start to perceive other things as dangerous, like change, because we can't see the outcome and we don't know what it's going to look like on the other side. It's easier for our brains to be like, well, we know exactly what moving forward all the time looks like. We know exactly how it feels. We know that we can cope with anything that comes up that's uncomfortable by continuing to move forward and not giving it the time. And we know what that looks like, so it feels safe in air quotations. I'm going to use that word a lot, I think, today, so I want to unpack it a little bit, just a little. Safe doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually in a good place and, you know, <laughs> in a in a room where there's no violent attacker in the corner. Safety isn't, in this case, physical safety um, completely. It's also emotional safety. And that is huge as well. Because in today's day and age, there aren't a ton of threats constantly to people who are privileged enough to live in a safe environment physically. If you're listening to this and your physical safety is threatened often, I'm sorry, this definition of safety is also there to include people who need physical safety as well. And if you're a person who experiences an unsafe emotional situation regularly, you learn to cope with that in whatever way that you have whether by continuing to move forward and never slowing down so you never have to feel what comes up for you or by any number of responses to generalize the fight response, flight response, fawn, freeze, sleep. There's a lot of them. So when you slow down, things can come up. And can make it really difficult to want to slow down and to want to listen and tune in. And I see you in that because I've been there. And it's a very common experience, truly, to find it difficult to slow down and listen. And if you're neurodivergent, it becomes even harder. So finding whatever little moments that you can that are available to you is so important. Not everybody is able to take an entire weekend to just retreat from everything and slow down and listen and journal and drink tea and do yoga and all of these amazing things that are so good for us. So if you can find one minute, two minutes, five minutes, to do this, I promise you, is worth it in the same way that exercising for five minutes is better than not exercising at all. It's the same idea. Not only that, when you create a habit 
that is fairly attainable, you build momentum and you might find eventually that you actually have the ability to give a little bit more time. Maybe you increase it to 10 once you've been doing five or two minutes or whatever for a month, because now you have that habit, you've already set the space aside and because you've worked through the mental resistance of picking that five minutes for a month or however long, you're able to add on to that a little easier because your brain doesn't see it as a threat anymore. It's not a threat to your routine. It is known. You know what's going to happen, right? You've already given that time and experienced the discomfort that it was to change your routine up and to do something new and to sit with whatever comes up and to listen to your body and to honestly to God or whoever it is that you take inspiration from. Maybe that's another human being on a podcast or in some music. So when you slow down, you can hear things from your body, which I've talked about a few times. You can also hear things from angels. You can hear things from the source, from God, from Allah, from whoever it is, your guides, your ancestors. You can hear those messages because you're giving them space to. And not only that, when you slow down, you have an opportunity to like ask to receive a clear message as well. And you're not just like running through life being like, God, I hope I see an angel number today sometime in my nine to five or in my commute or whatever it is. While I'm doing laundry, I hope that I see a 444. Like, that's great. And those messages do actually come through during those times sometimes. But um, you can ask for them, actually. You don't have to just wait for them to come in. That might feel radical, but... If you want a clear answer, you can ask for one. (laughs) You can ask for one. And one of the best ways to bring about that moment where you're open to receive is to slow down. And in slowing down, you can ask and be in gratitude for the clarity and the messages that you want to receive and the inspiration that you are receiving just like any affirmation you speak it as if it is happening because it is (laughs) thank you to my guides and to any angels listening and to god for inspiring me right now and for filling my experience with love and with inspiration and energy and passion and whatever it is that you are asking for essentially prayer (laughs) it's funny that i didn't realize that until i was saying it and i was like oh that's basically praying so in whatever way (laughs) that feels comfortable to you slowing down can be an opportunity to do that you don't have to call it praying if that doesn't feel good to you i didn't like that word for a long time because i was raised religious and when i left that way of being The word prayer had a connotation attached to it that I didn't appreciate. So it's taken me a while to get to the point where I feel okay saying that out loud and saying, yeah, like I do actually pray. So whatever it is to you, while you slow down, and if you have anything, anyone that you want to pray to or ask things of or express gratitude to and have messages received, that's one of the best times to do it. 
because it's really difficult to listen to signals from your body or from anywhere when you're on your feet and running headlong into whatever the next thing is, not taking time to catch your breath. So what are you wanting to hear? What is it that you need to know? What is it that you're struggling with? When you slow down and you take time to take stock of those things, then you know what to ask for because, and I don't use this word often, you should ask for help when you need it. <laughs> Whether that be from an angel or your grandma, maybe they're the same person to you. When you slow down and you notice those things, you understand what it is that you might need because you can actually listen you can be curious and you can tune in and you can lean in and that gives you the space in the stillness and in the lack of doing to receive what you need to notice it and to get a clear picture of maybe what you need to do next not from a place of requiring productivity but from a place of what do I actually need at a physical and soul level what do I need emotionally speaking to people who may have been raised in a way that didn't allow them time to slow down and check in with themselves and by allow them I mean your parents never actually taught you or showed you how to check in with yourself. That's a skill that like you should have been taught. Unfortunately, it isn't taught to a lot of children, myself included. Truly, not all of our parents actually know how to do that for themselves. So no shade, it just never was learned by them. And so how could they teach you? I'm not gonna get into that whole conversation about responsibility quite yet, but here you are now trying to listen to what you need because you love yourself and you want to take care of yourself. This is a way that you can do that. Slow down. Take some time. Listen. What does listening mean? Are there any sensations? Again, we've talked about this in the leaning in episode. If you want a little bit more on what it is to lean in, to tune into your physical body, that is the episode for you. What does it mean to lean into feeling? In this, I think listening is at the forefront of my mind. When you listen, you hear things from your body, yes, but you also can hear things from other places. From your intuition, which is a part of your body, but speaks to you maybe a little differently depending on who you are than it would if you had an urge to like use the bathroom or to eat. You don't necessarily feel your intuition in the same way as being hungry or needing to poop. It can feel different. And if you are a person who hears things or see things, any of the Claire's, clairvoyant, audience, sentient, whatever, those are the times that those things will come through when you're slowed down, when you set the intention even to listen. So once again, you can ask for clarity. 
you don't have to leave it up to any higher power or anything else to give you that whenever the time is, you know, you can ask for it. Now might not be the time for you to receive the exact answer that you're looking for. Great, I'll leave it up to you whether or not you believe that that's possible. But you can literally always ask. And if you don't ask for something, similarly to with human beings, you might not get it because you have to be clear about that. <laughs> and you have to be clear about action that you want to see. So slow down. Slow down, y'all, and see what comes up. You might be really surprised or you might be not surprised because you know that you've been avoiding things. <laughs> Only you know that. But see what comes through. And practice slowing down for little bits of time. And practice asking for what you need. If it feels too scary to ask a physical human being, ask God or whoever it is or whatever it is that you talk to for what you need. Maybe that practice is what you need to work up to asking your spouse or whatever. Don't let your expectations of other people reading your mind keep you from getting what you need. As always, these ideas are so much more multifaceted than this. Please take my words and add your own to them change them, mold them into a conversation of your own, and share this borrowed energy. I'm Joy Love, and thank you so much for listening. Take good care.